Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Versatility Podcast. For today's episode, I'll be doing a sports talk segment and I'll be doing a couple of music reviews um, from this uh, past weekend. So let's get straight into it for MLB. Let's get all the way to the games on um, on Friday, actually, because I didn't upload yesterday. I'm sorry about that. I was actually at my grandma's house, so didn't really have time to do that to record. Um, but here I am today. So let's get straight into it. Let's get to the scores real quick from Friday. Let's get to baseball real quick. Um, the New York Yankees versus the Tampa Bay Rays. The Rays won one nothing. Orioles versus Nationals. Eleven nothing. Orioles win it. The Tigers versus the Pirates. Seventeen to thirteen in eleven innings. The Tigers won this one. Uh, the Marlins versus the Mets. Four to three. Marlins win. Blue Jays versus the Red Sox. Red Sox win five to three. Twins versus the Royals. The Royals win three to two. Indians versus the White Sox. White Sox win two to nothing. The Reds versus the Brewers. Reds win eight to three. Angels versus the the Rangers. Rangers win four to three. Astros versus the Athletics. The Athletics win three to two in extra innings and thirteen innings. The Diamondbacks versus the Padres. The Padres win it three nothing. And the Rockies. With versus the Mariners, eight to four, Rockies win. And finally, the last matchup on Friday was the Giants versus the Dodgers, and the Dodgers won seven to two. The Braves Phillies was postponed, and the Cubs Cardinals game was postponed. Now, anyway, let's get into yesterday's ball game. The first game, the doubleheader game between the Yankees versus the Rays. The Yankees won this one eight to four. Player of the game was pitcher Garrett Cole with 10 strikeouts, 4 innings pitched, and 3 earned runs. Second matchup for the, the doubleheader for the Yankees and uh, Rays. The Rays won this one 5-3. The player of the game was Pete Fairbanks with 1 strikeout, 1 inning pitch, and 1 earned run, and the win. Next matchup, we have the Indians versus the White Sox. And the Indians won this matchup 7-1. And the player of the game was uh, pitcher Zach Plasak. I believe it was six innings pitched, seven strikeouts, and the win. Next matchup, we have the Detroit Tigers versus the Pittsburgh Pirates. And the Tigers won this one 11-5. Player of the game was Miguel Cabrera with three RBIs, one home run, two runs, and three hits. Next matchup, we have the Houston Astros versus the Oakland A's. And the A's won this one 3-1. And player of the game, Frankie Montas with five strikeouts, seven innings pitched, and the win. Next matchup we have the Orioles versus the Nationals and the Orioles won this matchup 5-3. to three. Player of the game was Anthony Santander with three RBIs, one home run, one run, and one hit. Next matchup we have the Braves versus the Phillies and the Phillies won this one 5 nothing. with the player of the game being Jake Arrieta with six strikeouts, six innings pitched, and the win. Next matchup we have the Twins versus the Royals and the Royals won this matchup 9-6, with player of the game being Jorge Soler, with two, with two home runs, four RBIs, two runs, and two hits. Next matchup, we have the Angels versus the Rangers, and the player of the game was uh, Colby Howard, with six strikeouts and five innings pitched, the Rangers winning this one 2-0. 
Next matchup, we have the Miami Marlins, World Series contenders, versus the New York Mets. The Mets won this one actually 8-4. Player of the game was J.D. Davis with four RBIs, one home run, two runs, and two hits. Next matchup, we have the Reds versus the Brewers. And the Reds won this matchup 4-1. to one. The player of the game being Anthony uh, Discafani with six strikeouts, six innings pitched, and the win. Next matchup, we have the Blue Jays versus the Red Sox. And the Blue Jays won this matchup 2-1, to one, with player of the game being pitcher Anthony Kay with three strikeouts, the win, and three innings pitched. Next matchup, we have the Giants versus the Dodgers. And the Giants won this matchup 5-4, to four, with player of the game being Austin Slater with two home runs, two RBIs, two runs, and two hits. Second to that last matchup of yesterday was the Diamondbacks versus the Padres. The Diamondbacks winning 3-2. And the player of the game was Merrill Kelly with four strikeouts, six innings pitched, the win, and one earned run. And the last matchup of yesterday, because the Cubs and Cardinals game were postponed yesterday as well, the Rockies versus the Mariners. And the Rockies won this matchup as well, 5 to nothing. with player of the game being pitcher Jeff Hoffman with two strikeouts, three innings, and the win. So those were all the matchups from yesterday. Let's get to the NHL on Friday. On Friday, we had the Islanders versus the Panthers, and the Islanders won 5-1. to one. We had the Predators versus the Coyotes, and the Coyotes won 4-3 to three in overtime. Next matchup, we had the Penguins versus the Canadians, and the Canadians won 2-0. The Oilers versus the Blackhawks. And the Blackhawks won 3-2. Next matchup, we had the Maple Leafs versus the Blue Jackets. And the Maple Leafs won 4-3 in overtime. And the Canucks versus the Wild. I actually saw this one live because this was up like at uh, midnight and it was still going on. Uh, the Canucks versus the Wild. And the Canucks won in overtime 5-4. That was literally the fastest overtime I've ever seen. I believe they scored a goal in within 8 seconds and the game was over. But those were the matchups for Friday. Yesterday, we only had two NHL matchups. And that was the Golden Knights versus the Avalanche. And the Avalanche lost this one. And the Golden Knights win 4-3 to three as well in overtime. And yesterday, we had the Flyers versus the Lightning. And my favorite team lost 4-1. to one, But it does not matter. We're still in the playoffs. And we're still one of the best teams in hockey. And the, uh, most of these uh, playing matchups, a lot of the teams that have won on Friday... The teams that have won on Friday, they're all playoff teams. So I said the Islanders, the Coyotes, the Canadians, the Blackhawks, the Maple Leafs, and the Canucks. All teams in the playoffs, as well as the Golden Knights and the Avalanche, and the Flyers and the Lightning, because they're in the ro- uh, round robin. They're in the round robin, which means they're either the first or second seeds in each division and each conference. So they're obviously in the playoffs. And we had uh, two mat. We have three matchups today. Two of them already finished, and one of them is still going on. But we will talk about that tomorrow. So those were all the NHL matchups from Friday and yesterday, Saturday. So those were all baseball and all NHL. There was no soccer, I believe, yesterday that I have watched that I have been aware of. Uh, there's the PGA tour, uh, Championship going on right now, but I don't really watch golf. I'm really don't be honest with you. But let's get into the matchups from Friday for the NBA because uh, my television does not have the scores for Friday. So let me go check it over here. 
And here we go. So the first matchup we had was the Magic versus the Sixers. And the Sixers won this matchup 108 to 101. Uh, Tobias Harris had 23 points, 15 rebounds, and 4 assists. And Vucevic had 21 points, 12 rebounds, and 3 assists. Unfortunately, Ben Simmons was injured. And he is going to have surgery to uh, his kneecap because eventually he lost. He had a he has a loose body on his knee. Requires surgery for it to be completely healed and fixed. And who knows if he's going to return for the playoffs. But he's definitely out for these three uh, remaining games. Or four, but now three because the Sixers play today. And the result is already in whether they lost or won. And I'll talk about that tomorrow. Next matchup, we had the Utah Jazz versus the Spurs. And the Spurs won 119 to 111. Uh, Devontae, not Devontae, Derek White had 24 points, 6 rebounds, and 4 assists. And Timothy Bradley had 15 points and 11 rebounds and 3 blocks. Next matchup, we have the Oklahoma City Thunder versus the Memphis Grizzlies. And the Grizzlies won their first game in the bubble, 121 to 92. uh, Jonas Valanciunas had 19 points, 11 rebounds, and 2 assists. And Chris Paul had 17 points, 4 steals, and 5 assists. Next matchup, we have the Sacramento Kings versus the Brooklyn Nets. And the Nets won this matchup 119-106. to Bogan Dodvanovic had 27 points, 6 rebounds, and 2 assists. And Jared Allen for the Nets had 17 points, 11 rebounds, and 8 assists. Next matchup, we have the Washington Wizards versus the New Orleans Pelicans. And the Pelicans won this matchup 118 to 107. Still to this day, the Wizards have still not won a game. They're 0-6 in the bubble. But anyway, Drew Holiday had 28 points, 6 assists, and 2 steals. And Ian Smith for the Wizards had 18 points, 10 assists, and 4 steals. And the best matchup on Friday, without a doubt, was the Celtics versus the Raptors. And the Celtics won this one 122 to 100. Uh, Jason Tatum had 18 points, 7 rebounds, and 4 assists. And Fred Van Fleet for the Raptors had 13 points, 4 assists, and 4 rebounds. So those were the matchups for um, yesterday in the NBA. Let's get to the matchups from yesterday. Those all from Friday. And the first matchup from yesterday, we have the LA Clippers versus the Portland Trailblazers. And the Clippers won 122 to 117. Paul George was the player of the game with 21 points, 6 rebounds, 4 assists, and 2 steals. Kawhi Leonard also, I believe, did not play in that game, I believe, because he was sitting on the bench. He had a, this interesting mask on he did not have on. It was like, a, like an old phone wire for like those special. It, it was a creative-ass mask, but anyway, that's not what we're here to talk about. Next matchup, we have one of the best games yesterday. Definitely one of the most entertaining games of the season. Uh, in the bubble season, of course, or probably even in general throughout the season, the Jazz versus the Nuggets. This game went into double overtime, and the Nuggets won this one 134-132. to And Nikola, Nikola Jokic won. They got 30 points, 11 rebounds, 7 assists, and 3 steals. This was a great game. The biggest lead for the Jazz was 18. The biggest lead for the Nuggets was 7. The game went very, very, very... Very close throughout internet. Yesterday, we had the LA Lakers versus the Indiana Pacers. TJ Warren, like I said, not an all-star and yet still going hot in the bubble. Like I said, I don't know if TJ Warren can be playing like this next season or in the playoffs this season, but we'll see. 
TJ Warren somehow is on a on a row. He's on a row. I guess he's like maybe he might be like an all-star next year or he's going to be like a Jeremy Lin. Just a a good player for like 2 weeks and then boom, never became somebody interesting ever again. But I don't want to disrespect TJ Warren, but still man. This just came out of nowhere. But anyway, TJ Warren had 39 points, 5 rebounds, 3 five three points and one assist. Oh, and the Pacers won 116 to 111. LeBron played, AD played. There's no excuses for the Lakers to lose this game, but they uh, they lost. So I don't know what the Lakers are doing. Um, they they need to play better. They need to play better. Hopefully, against the Nuggets tomorrow night, they can show us really why they are fucking contenders. Because I believe they're two and four or two and three. I believe they're two and three. No, no, they played six games, so they're either two and four in the bubble or three and three in the bubble. Um, so Lakers really need to prove themselves why they are so-called NBA Finals contender. And I get it. A lot of the players now in the regular season are not playing like in the playoffs. But I feel like a lot of teams definitely need to be in that momentum already to get ready for the playoffs. Like, why? Are, like the playoffs are so close. Why are you not getting ready to play like you're in the playoffs? You know, I know it's the season and the records don't count. The Lakers are still number one in the West, and they are gonna be the number one in the West. But it's still you need a you need. I mean, at some point, when you've got all your best healthy players, and you guys still are doing fine right now, it really isn't an excuse to be not playing your best. And it was a close game. They did lose by five, and T.J. Warren did score like two or three consecutive three point shots to give them the lead and shit. But still, man, they need to get better. Let's see what next game what they got. And another uh, Phoenix Suns versus the Miami Heat. This was a very close game up until Devin Booker had to cook us. He had to heat us up, I guess. And uh, the player of the game was, of course, Devin Booker with 35 points, 6 assists, 3 rebounds, and 1 steal. The fact that uh, I like I like D-Book, man. He's one of the best players. He's one of the most exciting players on the M- NBA in the NBA right now. Wow, can I speak? But uh, he torched us against Miami. I hate it. I hate it when Miami loses. But good game for for Phoenix. They're somehow still undefeated in the bubble. Look, D-Book is great and all, but I don't know how this man is taking this Phoenix Suns team. That is, I don't know, a very mediocre, very weak team without D-Book. Because Aiden, Ricky Rubio, and Kelly Oubre are pretty good players. Uh, They are pretty good players, but they're not. Devin Booker and without Devin Booker the Suns would be not a playoff team come on let's let be honest they were barely a team that I think we're gonna be even like trying so hard in these eight seasons games I thought the Pelicans were gonna do a lot better well I can take an L for that because the Pelicans well something today bad happened for them and the Suns are still in contention and they might take that uh, eight seed spot over the Grizzlies or even the Blazers, another great team. But the Suns beat us 119 to 112. Miami Heat did pretty well. They played very well, but <sighs> not close enough. And yesterday, another great matchup that I watched, the Milwaukee Bucks versus the uh, Dallas Mavericks. And this was a great game for the Mavericks. The Mavericks won 136 to 132 in overtime. Luka Doncic. Luka Doncic. Holy shit. This man... Played like he was fucking coming out of 
2K21. This man was playing like he would play in the video game. 32, 36 points, 42 minutes, 14 rebounds, 19 assists. He had like five, six dimes in that in that game easily. Had a great game. Had me entertained to watch the whole game because I usually I thought I was I was rooting for the Mavericks to win, but boss but Milwaukee was like leading them by like. 11 or something like that. And I was like, ah, god damn it. But eventually they came back and they went to overtime and it was such a close game. Giannis, uh, let me check the box score real quick for Giannis. Uh, 34 points, uh, 13 rebounds, one assist and five blocks. Brooke Lopez also had 34 points with 35 minutes and also had seven rebounds and two assists. Um, and as well, two blocks. Chris Middleton, 21 points. 15 rebounds for Bledsoe. George Hill off the bench came with 9 points. DiVincenzo with 1. Pat Conahue with 8. So yeah, great game overall for the Mavericks. Great game overall with the Bucks as well. Just came short into getting the dub. So those were all the matchups. Uh, all the NBA games. All the baseball. All the MLB games. And all the NHL games. From Friday and yesterday. So... That leaves me with nothing else to talk about for sports. So now let's get into this past week's uh, music that has dropped. So as one of my comments on the newest, uh, on the last episode that I dropped, a lot of music came out this weekend and I was very excited for a couple singles, for a couple albums to release. So let's go over the albums that were released um, this, uh, this past weekend. So uh, let me just give you a review. I have not heard all the albums yet. And um, I still have to give a review on that new Amina album because I still have not heard it. But 100% I'm listening to it tonight. Without a doubt, I'm listening to it tonight. That is my priority to get that shit done. But let's talk about the other albums. So the album I heard yesterday was the Pray for Love album, the the Deluxe. I think it was a solid album. Um, I I like the Pray for Love original. The Deluxe was just extra songs. Um, I really like a lot of the songs here. But without a doubt, very smooth. Rod Wave is a great rapper. I don't really listen to a lot of Rod Wave's music because he does, like, how we talk about, like, he's kind of like a, like a, um, more of like a Drake in his feels than like a Drake in his, um, in his rap shit. You know, and I think he has great melodies and stuff like that. And I definitely do think he is uh, have potential to be one of the best rappers coming up soon. He is blowing up as well right now, so I think definitely he's improving a lot better. And his album was solid. I really enjoyed it as well. One of the best albums this year, if I had to rank them, maybe top 50, somewhere around there. We had the new Popkin album, and I didn't, I don't really listen to a lot of Popkin album, but I heard Drake, uh, Party Next Door was going to be on a couple tracks on the album. Drake was on two tracks, and Party Next Door was on one of them with Drake. So I heard half of the album, but from that half of the album that I heard, including those two Drake songs, pretty solid album. I really like Popcan's delivery voice. It's like a reggae album, so it's like something different. It's not really like a hip-hop or rap or pop album I usually listen to. It, it was, you know, different. And I enjoyed, like, I kind of enjoyed Drake more on, like, those... Jamaican type of uh, songs instead of the like that British or UK um, drill type of song, you know. I like 
like Jamaican Drake than British Drake. You know what I'm saying? If I, if if he just changes cultures all the time because this nigga always fucking has a bunch of songs with a bunch of cultures and has a bunch of accents and voices on his uh, on his songs, and who knows if he'll have another one. Um, but next song I have, the next album I got to talk about, oh, the DC to Dawn album, Comments Where You Are. A very solid album from DC to Dawn. Uh, I'm pretty sure a lot of people don't know who DC Dawn is, but uh, still underrated rapper. And without a doubt, has potential. Red Light, a great song. I really enjoyed it. Very energetic to me, listening to it. Gives you, gives you... Um, Good vibes, good vibes. It gives you like a like a hype turnaround, and the beat is very solid. I really enjoy the beat as well. So those are all the albums that I heard yesterday. The albums I still need to listen to is Trapped on Cleveland Three by Lil Kid, Top Shotta by Anneli Chapa, and The Limbo by Amina. So I gotta listen to three albums. Hopefully I listen to two, because the Top Shotta that's twenty tracks. Uh, Limbo I believe is like fourteen or sixteen. And Trapped on Cleveland 3 is like 18 tracks. So I got to be like, definitely Limbo first because it's the shortest. And then probably Low Key and then Top Shotta. I'll give those reviews when I listen to them. Hopefully by tomorrow or by Tuesday I finish the rest. But the singles. The singles. We've had some pretty good singles this weekend. Let's talk about a couple singles that were dropped this weekend. Um, we had a single with um, Narrow Road with Anneli Chapa and Lil Baby. I still have not heard that one because, of course, I waited until the album was going to completely drop, and it did. Not a lot of singles I heard, but definitely there was a lot that came out still. It was one with Rick Ross, Pin to the Crosses with Finn Matthews. Great song. I like that one a lot as well. Rico Nasty had a song with Kelly Uchis. It's pretty catchy. Uh, Doja Cat dropped a single as well with Freak. It was okay. Not really a huge fan of it either. And the, But the two biggest singles that came off this week. First, we had a Smile by uh, Juice World on the weekend. I love I love this song. I like it. It's actually going to be on Juice World's deluxe album on Legends Never Die, hopefully. But the weekend, I feel like the weekend did well, but I don't know. It just. I like the song and I like the weekend's part, but I feel like Juice World could have still made this song great. The weekend was like, you, you were. You were cool, but like you weren't really necessary on the track. You were just okay. Like I honestly would have been happy if you just weren't on it. But no disrespect to the weekend because he's a great artist and I love his music. But it was okay. It was an okay performance from the weekend. Juice World killed it. Definitely enjoy the song. I'm gonna be listening to it a lot. But um, all the singles that I've heard obviously were not as big this week. As of this new song that came out oh, with WAP by uh, Cardi B featuring Megan Thee Stallion. And this is the last thing I'll be talking about for today. I'll be listening to those three albums tonight, hopefully. But let's get into talking about WAP. So I saw the music video. I heard the song uh, through the music video for the first time on Friday night, I believe. Friday night, pretty much. And my first thoughts on WAP. The song is okay. Like, the song, it's nothing very special. I don't think the, um, holy shit, 55 million views in two days, but damn. Anyway, the song was alright. It was decent to me. It's nothing very special. The music video was pretty good. I like the visuals. I like the, um, a lot of the different outfits that they wore. 
You know, because, uh, you know, Megan and Cardi B, they look damn sexy in the video, in the music video, without a doubt. So, you know, I really liked how they had their little choreography as well. Visuals were sick. Probably best one of the best part. The sample on the song was like, there's some whores in this house or something. I think that's what it kept saying. I liked that sample. Um, not because of what he said. Okay? It, was, it just made it a little bit better with the beat. The beat was okay. It was not a, like a fire-ass beat. Um, but a lot of people are talking about the song because this shit is, uh, very sexual. Uh, WAP is obviously, when you hear a song that has an acronym as the title, just know that it's something very inappropriate that you can't just put the title of it. You have to put an acronym of it. You know what I'm saying? So of course, if you don't know what WAP stands for, it stands for wet ass pussy. And if you don't, <laughs> not heard the song, they probably don't, didn't even expect that, but if you heard the song, you probably would not have a hard time guessing what it would be about. Um, Look, I don't listen to this type of music. I don't even enjoy listening to this type of music, but um, for what it is, it's okay. I mean, I'm not going to be listening to this song a lot. There's going to be a lot of people that will. I don't mind that. This song is not trash by any means. I think Megan Thee Stallion did a little bit better than Cardi B, but Cardi B didn't fucking destroy this I feel like Cardi B was okay on the song. And I think at that point, she actually got better. And this is one of her like her better songs recently. Since probably like her last album or something. Um, the show again should have never still won a damn Grammy. But okay, that's another, that's another conversation for another day. But uh, does the video, great. They look sexy as fuck. The video really have no problem with. Again... A lot of people are not going to like this video because it's too out there. They're over-sexualizing themselves. They're, they're damn, this is a damn near porn video. And their lyrics are so provocative, so explicit, it makes your ears and your eyes bleed. There's people that are going to say that, hate on it. I'm not one of those people. I've heard millions of songs about sex and about female rappers talking about sex and about their pussies and their ass and their titties. And that's fine with me. Like, look, the thing is, the thing that kind of sucks about it is that, um, you know, a lot of the mainstream rappers, especially for female mainstream rappers like Cardi B, Megan Thee Stallion, Nicki Minaj, they sexualize themselves in a lot of songs. And it's pretty much a lot of what they talk about. You know what I'm saying? That's one reason why you can guess why I don't listen to a lot of female rappers. Not because they're trash to me, but because they talk about the same thing. Yes, not talking about male rappers, they talk about the same thing too. They talk about fucking bitches, taking drugs. Um, you know, they talk about the same thing. But also, there's different priority in male rappers. There's so many rappers that do drugs, talk about drugs in the music. There's other rappers that talk about bars, lyrical shit. There's rappers that talk about relationships and falling in love. There's different rappers that talk about different shit. So I have different options when it comes to that category, at least with male rappers. With female rappers, there's some that I can listen to, but it's pretty much about that specific subject, sex. And I don't mind listening to a song about showing their sexuality in a music video or on the song, being provocative, but... I don't want to be listening to that shit all the time. 
You know, I can listen to Kanye, I can listen to Drake, I listen to Eminem all the time because they don't talk about that all the time. Yes, they've talked about having sex with women. They've talked about, you know, other shit, but they have diversity. They have like a versatility in the music and women can do the same thing too. But it feels like a lot of the mainstream rappers, the mainstream female rappers just kind of want to talk about like. And notice how I say mainstream because there's still, of course, many female rappers in general that do their own stuff, that don't over-sexualize themselves. But that is not mainstream. Like Rhapsody, probably don't even know who Rhapsody is because she's not a mainstream rapper, but she does not talk about her own pussy or her tits or sexualize herself in music videos and shit like that. And But she could talk about other shit. You know, and there's other rappers too. You know what I'm saying? Lauren Hill, I'm pretty sure... That's pretty much like the most famous rapper that doesn't talk so much about sex, if not at all, because I don't really listen to all of her songs. But for a quantity few, she doesn't talk about sex all the time, a lot. And it, it gets repetitive a lot. It gets repetitive. This isn't f- sexist that I can't listen to a male do it, to talking about this all the time, because if there is a specific artist that just talks about sex in his music, whether they're female, male, I'm not going to be listening to it all the time. Maybe once in a while if I feel like it, but not all the time. Like as an artist that I feel like can be versatile with all the shit. You know, that's why I feel like mainstream rappers, mainstream female rappers specifically, they kind of all want to be like sexy and over the top sometimes, you know? I don't have a problem with the video. I don't have a problem with girls being sexy. I definitely don't have a problem with that. I would be tripping if I am. And I would be lying because... I like the music video. Who doesn't like the music video, okay? But I feel like just it, it kind of needs to, it just tends to always be like that same thing, especially because you can picture like on Tuesday when I figured, when I noticed that they were going to collab, I already knew what was going to happen. I knew they were going to make a video of them shaking their ass, talking about dick, talking about how she would want a dick touching her damn uvula. You know, like, ex- ex- explicit shit like that. So, yeah, the song is not bad. The The video's cool. Um, the, there were some cameos by Kylie and Rosalia. And I also believe that wait, that black girl, no, Normani, I believe that was her name. Normani, I've heard. I don't know if that was her, but she was one of the names that were mentioned in the video. Um, so, yeah. It was solid. Not going to be lit, bumping this shit with... Um, all day, but I guess, you know, I guess it, it feels well. The only thing I really love about this is because despite that there's going to be half and half, we're going to be like, this is so raunchy, like so over the top, basically a Pornhub video. You know, there's going to be those people who are going to criticize it. And then there's going to be people who are going to use this as like, oh, this is, this is fire, man. This is a banger. Listening to this at the club when clubs open again, whenever that's gonna happen, um, you know what I'm saying? This is this is gonna be lit, and they turn up, and I like it because Cardi B and Megan Thee Stallion have her fans that they turn up to, that they like they when they listen to their music, they um they feel empowered by it, they feel empowered by their sexuality. But again, also if you think about the kids. You know what I'm saying? You probably got six and seven-year-olds being, you know, looking at your music videos and hearing your songs. And the parents are like, what the fuck are you listening to? And then mom's like, 
I want to suck this big dick. I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. Where did you get that? Whoa, whoa what are you listening to? You're not listening to Megan Thee Stallion or Cardi B ever again. You know what I'm saying? So who knows? Who knows if that's the scenario? Who knows? But I'm pretty sure they're not thinking about kids are going to be watching this. Our kids are going to. But they got to. They gotta, that's just a, that's a different situation. That's a different that's a different topic, but you know what I mean? You always gotta, you always gotta think ahead, you know? Anyone can be listening, anybody, a four-year-old can be listening to my podcast from another country and I don't even know it. Who knows, man? Who really knows what's going on in the world? So am I really wrong for saying that's, that's possible? No. But anyway, those are my thoughts on the, on the song, the whole concept itself. Yes, the whole thing. I feel like they should change it up a bit. You know, make a song not sexual at all. You know what I'm saying? Try that. Don't. I'm not saying never do it again. It's over. Stop it. But, you know, try to be a little bit more versatile. Both of them. Because Megan Stan's actually, she's a good rapper. Not talking about her, like, her body. She can actually spit bars without having to talk about her damn pussy. Same thing with Cardi B and Nicki Minaj. They could spit if they want to. But I can't listen to a lot of the music because they talk about the same shit. Alright? And if I specifically want to listen to them for that, then I will. But for everything else, no. But those are my uh, my thoughts on the WAP music video and the, and the song and everything else that was released. I'm going to go listen to those three albums tonight, hopefully, if I finish them. Uh, but anyways, um, thank you guys for listening. I'll be here tomorrow again. Record another episode. Tomorrow I'm going to have a special guest. Hopefully we will pull up and, uh, you know, record and do that shit. And also maybe on Tuesday, again, we'll have another special guest. So we got two special guests back-to-back, hopefully uh, back-to-back days. So I'll see you guys tomorrow. And uh, take care and peace out, my friends.